the Radio Misfits Podcast Network. Steps in the city, steps in the city, they're BFFs talking gritty. Steps in the city. Steph's in the city where bitches looking pretty. <laughs> he doesn't say that, does he? What the <laughs> hell? I think we need an update. I don't know. Yeah, he didn't really say much this week. Because, so. <laughs> you know, we embrace the bitch, the B word. I, hey, I'm happy. You know what? I wasn't called a bitch this morning, but I was called a different B word. Beautiful. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, I was like, fuck cooking breakfast. Like, I'm so tired of cooking. Like, seriously, Friday, I got home from work and I'm like, you can't do this anymore. And I'm like sitting on the couch. And of course, my oldest son walks in and he's like, what? What's for dinner? Nothing's ready. What's for dinner? And I'm like, oh, no, motherfucker. I'm not married anymore. (laughs) I don't need to deal with that bullshit. I'm like, if you're hungry, cook. There's food there. So then he's slamming around pots and pans. And then he calls his brother. He's like, if I get this started, will you finish cooking? I'm like, there you go. I'm not getting my fucking ass off this couch. These guys can cook for themselves at least once a week. So. Yeah, I I thought, doesn't Joey like to cook? Joey likes to cook, but he's been working more. So it's like kind of up to me. So I work all day and then I, a lot of times I'll stop at the grocery store and then I'll rush in the house and I'll start a load of laundry. I got to unload the dishwasher, start dinner. And I tell the kids, I'm like, look, I work basically from like 7 a.m. to like 8 p.m. every day (laughs) and I'm tired. So this morning I woke up and I'm like, I'm not cooking. So I figured I'll give that little that breakfast joint that I went to that ended up like getting that poor old lady's car towed. Do you remember that? Oh, story? yeah. Yeah. So I'm like, all right, I'm going to give this place a, another try. Right. And I'm just going to order carry out. So I ordered two full orders of biscuits and gravy and two orders of pancakes this morning. And when I called the little girl that answered the phone, she was so cute. She's like, is your name with a PH? And I'm like, yes. And then she's like, is it an E at the end? I'm like, yeah. I go, but it doesn't really matter. She goes, oh, no. She's like, I don't want to spell it some funky way. And I'm like, oh, you're so sweet. That's cute. And then then I give her my order. And I'm like, it looks like I'm just having a lot of carbs this morning. And I'm like, you know what? I'm a little fat and I don't really care. And she goes, well, you're, what did she say? She goes, but I bet you're beautiful. And I said, (laughs) And I and, you know, normally I'd be like, oh, no. And I'm like, you know what? Yes, I am. Yeah. (laughs) And and then then I started laughing. She's like, of course you are, you gorgeous girl. And then I'm like laughing. She's like, I'm just here to gas you up. And, you know, we were joking and laughing. And uh, she's like, it'll be ready in 10 minutes. I'm like, oh, shit, I got to go. So when I walk in, there's like all these men, like old men standing there waiting for their orders. And then I walk in and the two young girls behind the counter, they're like, we we knew you'd be beautiful. You're so pretty. And I'm like, <laughs> I got I got my mask on and I'm like, the mask covers a lot of stuff. And she's like, you're so beautiful. And and then the owner walks up to like ring it out. And their girls are like, that's Stephanie. That's Stephanie. Isn't she beautiful? And I was like... <laughs> So I gave the two little girls $10 and like, here you go. (laughs) 
And they were just there. But it was funny because like all the old men are like looking at me like, is she a celebrity? So for a moment, Steph, I kind of felt like a celebrity picking up my, my biscuits. Everyone and needs and that. Yeah, that was, it was nice. cute. Yeah. So I'm like, oh, well, you know, I gave him 10 bucks. Like I probably should have given him more, but my order was only $20, you know. <laughs> so. I mean, the fact that you gave him anything is is nice. Oh, yeah. Well, and I, I'm like, this is for you and your girlfriend. And she's like, oh, my God, thank you. And then she puts it in her little tip jar and like puts a $5 on top of it to be like, so nobody sees that there's a bigger bill. In there. <laughs> it was cute. It was really cute. So, yeah, I got called the B word this morning. Nice. <laughs> That's a uh, nice start. Still- what? That's a nice start to your day. It was, except for now I'm just like in a carb coma because I'm like, oh, my God, biscuits and gravy and pancakes. Their pancakes are so good. That sounds really good. I scarfed down a bowl of Cheerios right before we started. So plain Cheerios or honey nut Cheerios or frosted? Honey nut. Honey nut. Mm -hmm. Yes. And I didn't have a ton of milk. So I did. I felt like my grandpa had to put a little bit of water in there. It was a struggle. Skim milk is. Skim yeah. milk is just watered down milk. And I use almond milk anyway, so it can use a little bit of watered down because it's a little sweet. So, okay. Yeah, it worked out. I'm going to give you a tip like Honey Nut Cheerios, like OG, like the real thing, delish. I got the Aldi brand ones and just not enough sugar on them for me. So, I, yeah, I guess like you, you have to be careful with those generic brand cereals because, yeah, sometimes they're just not. Yeah, some stuff the like the uh, honey bunches of oats or whatever that one mm-hmm. with like the clusters that generic version is pretty good but i also got i love or any type of i always said oreos i love oreos too but cheerios and mm-hmm. i got um blueberry cheerios those were not Ooh. as good as you would think no huh no so. did the blueberry taste kind of fake like those jiffy blueberry muffins you know, where it's just uh, yeah, kind of like maybe that's what it was. They also <laughs> yeah, though like they have like strawberry chunks. ones or something. Like they have fruity Cheerios too, and I think I was just expecting something more like that. They hmm. were not, but I still ate I them all. I think I've done OG Cheerios, Honey Nut, Frosted, maybe the pumpkin ones. I might have gotten a sample of at one point, but I don't know that I've tried like the fruity ones. Oh, I've definitely had fruity. I've had um, peanut butter ones. They used to have chocolate. I don't know if they make those anymore. Ooh. Yeah. yeah. I'm a Cheerio I mean, fan. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Cheerios. Good old Cheerios. I think what it Walgreens had a sale. I, I went to Walgreens yesterday and I got the pulse oximeter. You know, like oh, I got, yeah, I got my oxygen. Yeah, I got my corona kit ready. Cause I'm like, I don't know, man. Like the, my coworkers are dropping like flies. Like I gotta gotta be prepared. So, but uh, Walgreens had like boxes of cereal for a buck ninety nine. I got oh. I don't even know was it Kellogg's? I don't know. I got uh, corn pops and Apple Jacks. Hell yeah! That's uh <laughs> yeah. Cereal's like my go to if I don't know what I want to eat, and usually I don't want to cook. So I have I, a bowl of cereal. It's healthy. There's vitamins. I mean, yeah, there's sugar in it, but it's better than like I'm gonna have a candy bar for dinner. So yeah, I mean, sometimes that happens too. Whatever, <laughs> whatever you gotta do, you know, to make it through the day. True. I was looking for my. I bought a brand new box of Vicks Vapor Rub, like an old lady, and I can't find it. And I'm like searching around in my drawer of my nightstand, and I found a Snickers bar. <laughs> so <laughs> I'm like, I didn't find the Vicks, but I found a Snickers. Was it all melted? 
No, why would it be melted? It's just in my nightstand. I don't know. It seems like a warm place for a chocolate bar. I don't know. I keep all my toys in there. It's on fire. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, P.S. Update. I did have one of my sexy dreams the other uh, Friday ah, night. You manifested it. I did. And then I was like, I woke up and I'm like, well, I'm going to keep the party going. So <laughs> I went on my Billy Guitar 77 V2 on Twitter. <laughs> and uh, Billy Guitar. Oh, that's someone you follow? Or you? So, yeah, because he was the one on Tumblr that I followed. And now that they shut down all the sexy porn stuff on tumblr he's on twitter and then he posts stuff and then you can click on it and like go to other twitters to see like the other stuff like there's like porn for addicts or something i don't know addicts like what addicted to porn or something like that oh, i thought I'm, it was like people like shooting up in the porn i'm like why would you want to watch that no but there was like a mom this mom she, i think it was like kinky mom or something and she had a lot of like bitches tied up and shit like that and i'm like i don't know if that's my thing <laughs> and well and it was interesting because i got like a hinge mash and i was chatting with him like just you know not on the phone but you know like in the site like chat on the site mm -hmm. and then we did exchange phone numbers and then the next thing you know he's sending me pictures of his like dungeon door of his playroom oh, god and like he said he was an art collector and like he sent pictures of the rooms of his house he has a fucking like a jacuzzi tub in the middle of his living room and i'm like this guy's a weirdo so i was like i think we're looking for two different things good luck to you <laughs> That's why you don't give that phone number away too soon. No, I blocked him anyway, so it doesn't really matter. But, like, what a weirdo. Like, okay, yeah, send me pictures of your dungeon. Like, that's, that's, I definitely want to date you now. No. Yeah. Yeah, that's Why are people strange. so weird? Uh, they're, I, I mean, they're the worst. I've started to go on Hinge a little bit more, but it's very strange. And I think everyone's just bored, which is where I think mine came from. <laughs> So I can't really fault anyone. Right. But yeah. It's just like, uh, I don't know. I don't know. about well, I, I think I'm just undecided like where I am in the process. Like I definitely am cool to meet somebody new and chat and get to know someone. But I'm not the type of person that like exchanges four sentences and it says, let's grab a drink. Like we're in the middle of a pandemic. So there's got to be some sort of you know, checks and balances. Like, hey, do you work at home? Do you ever go out and see people? Like, are you an anti-masker? Like, you know, you kind of got to ask these crazy questions before you're just like, yeah, let's grab a drink. And the trouble with me is I'm so close to the border of Wisconsin and Wisconsin people are notorious for they don't want to wear masks. They They don't see a problem. And that's why right now most of their hospitals are at capacity. <laughs> Like, I hate to yeah. say it. No, I mean, that's exactly what's happening. So, yeah, I just saw something on Facebook and it was, uh, I follow this girl, Sci Babe, like Science Babe. And uh, it was a picture of O'Hare Airport with all the people like waiting in line and stuff like that. And she's like, well, it looks like we're going to have a lot of funerals we're not going to be able to attend in December. Yeah, I saw that. And I saw, I think it was Phoenix's airport. It was packed. And then there was it. also this like huge Jewish wedding in Brooklyn and there was a picture inside. It was packed. I think they said that they somehow secretly planned it. 
I don't know how many people were in there, but it was insane. And no one had a mask on. And that's a big problem in New York City and the the Hasidic and the Orthodox Jew neighbor neighborhoods were the notorious ones for not wearing masks and having their numbers exploding. So you hear of like the mayor, Bill de Blasio, he's like, we're shutting down schools and Cuomo didn't say like, hey, you know, let's talk about it. Like they're shutting shit down and parents are pissed off. But it's those neighborhoods where the numbers are ridiculous because they don't believe in masking up. They want to have big funerals, big weddings. Mm-hmm. So they're fucking the rest of the city and all those kids that want to be in school. So yeah. it's it seems just ludicrous to me. Like, you know, like we all wipe our asses. Why can't we all wear a mask? Like, I don't get it. It's just right now that's what you have to do. Yeah, it's yeah. it's kind of maddening when you even try to understand it. I don't know. I don't know how to. I just think some people are just still not taking it seriously. They think if they're like, quote unquote, healthy, they're fine. But I don't know. No, like I'm telling you, majority of the people lately that I know that have gotten it, they were asymptomatic. It was just while well, I tested positive. So I guess I got to stay home now. Mm-hmm. Well, Okay. Yeah, I mean, my brother didn't know he had it until he found, like, he had, like, a slight sore throat, and Mm -hmm. he didn't really think much, and then he found out, like, someone he was around got tested positive, and that's why he went. But he was at work for a good number of days before he even went to get tested. Right. And, uh, I mean, thankfully, no one that he works with so far has been sick, and he seems fine now. His, one of his best friend's wives is, like, prevention, uh infection preventionist i don't know she's something okay. like works with the cdc too so mm-hmm. she told him that he's, he's totally fine once you're symptom free for like 14 days but i don't know i'm still nervous yeah, a lot <laughs> of these, yeah a lot of these companies are making people test negative before they'll let them come back to work which you know i i'm okay with that you know like whatever is safest for everybody else. But I guess the CTA made them made him go to their doctor before he could come back. I think he just went back late last week and their doctor, the CTA's doctor was like, mm-hmm. well, I need a note from your doctor. And my brother's like, I don't have a note from my doctor. I didn't go to my doctor. Like I got tested. It was positive. And I was like, I didn't go to a doctor or a hospital because I never really, you know, thankfully he never really had anything terrible. And um, yeah, that's they good. wouldn't release him like they didn't want the liability, I think. So he had to go to his doctor, get a note from his doctor, still bring it to their doctor in order for their doctor to sign off that he was OK. I'm like, they're just trying to not be liable for, you know, if it well, spreads or something. Exactly. I think both my kids work at a car dealership together and they got these big packets at work on like symptoms and blah, 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 and what to do. And they were like, basically, employees were putting it on you to take your own fucking temperature at home. And if you feel sick, you stay home. And if you come to work sick and um, blah, 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 like we're not liable. They actually had to sign a piece of paper saying that they wouldn't like sue Mm. the workplace if they got sick. Hmm. Wow. Which is interesting. Yeah, you I haven't mean, signed it, that, right, uh, girl? <laughs> <laughs> I was told refer to CDC guidelines. That's that's basically what I got. No, okay. I haven't gotten anything. I haven't been given any directives. I which is crazy. 
but it, it, I guess it's just up to the employers. I mean, because the government's not really stepping in, the state government's not really sending anything to employers. It's it's amazing to me that we can coordinate taxation, but we can't coordinate anything else regarding like this pandemic. Like we can't coordinate any guidelines or rules that people should be following. It, it no, just and then you look at other countries and it's like insane how behind we are, you know? Right. Like I was, I was rapping with Scarfy last night. Well, this I don't know. I'm like, why are you up? It's 4 a.m. over there. Like, he's like, oh, I'm just being naughty and drinking. I'm like, okay, well, there ain't much else to do because they're on a lockdown, you know? And if, if the UK can do it, if Canada can do it, like, what is the problem here? What is the problem? It's people just like, I drove by the shopping mall, packed, packed, packed. People are out shopping away like nothing's going on. Yeah. And I, I think like the bottom line is if you care about other people, then you should be worried about it. Like, fine, you don't think that you'll get that sick or you're not like as concerned, but like right. you could just be passing it to people who could die. Uh, yeah, th- uh, totally. And I think that's my stress level is super high just because going to work every day is like, that's my number one place where I'm probably going to catch it and um, bring it home. And but I don't have a choice. I'm essential. So it's like I have to go to work. I can't work from home. And it just kills me that all these other people that can prevent it, that don't have to go to work and, you know, they can work from home or whatever it may be, like they just aren't taking the precautions that they should. It's just, yeah. yeah. And it makes me want to be like, you know, in the future, are we going to be like, were you one of the ones that didn't want to wear a mask? Like, <laughs> like I don't that's, know. That's your question to like, see if you're... um. Yeah, well, before it was like, are you a Trumper? Now it'll be like, are you an anti-masker? And then it might be, are you anti-vaccine? Because they're saying like 47% of the population says they won't take the vaccine. I don't think I want it yet. I don't understand the tracking conspiracies and stuff. Like, we all carry a fucking cell phone. Do you know how tracked we are? Like, you're really thinking that this vaccine is going to put something under your skin so the government can track you when literally you carry this thing to your bathroom. You don't leave anywhere room without it. Huh. If people want to be tracked. They can be tracked already. <laughs> like, come I on. didn't realize that that was like one of the main reasons oh, why people, yeah, people won't people get vaccinated. Sa- I mean, people are just insane. I don't like, and where the fuck are you going that you care if you're tracked or not? What are you, some fucking secret spy going and stealing jewels out of the fucking museums? And then it's like, like everyone's doing? sheep and everyone's scared and live in fear. And then a lot of time those people have like stockpiled guns. So who's living in fear? Like, come on, people. Let's let's really like use some critical thinking skills here and stop just following you know, your your mainstream media, all that shit, when you're following like these Instagram accounts and fake Facebook accounts that are just spewing bullshit all day long. Yeah. Come on. Come on. That's right, Stuff They should be following like I, I, um, Samandy's five. I have one of my 
things I'm following with for like fabulous recipes. Like I was laying in bed and I'm like, that potato salad looks delicious. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, so that's kind of like a a form of porn, food porn, food porn. Yeah. No, seriously. As soon as we're done, I'm running over to Jewel to get some Vicks paper rub and get some potatoes. I'm going to make some potato salad. Yeah, I mean, but what I don't kind think of potato it... salad do you like? Like a mustardy one, or a... no? I don't like mustard. Oh, but... that's right. Okay, but I mean, I'll eat it just if it's there because I like potato salad. But honestly, I've never made it before. But this recipe looked pretty easy. Although in this video, this bitch was stirring her bowl up and this shit was flying all over. I'm like, if you're making a cooking video, you better be a little more, you know, uh, discreet with the crazy stirring and shit flying everywhere. Well, the countertop was a recipe mess. recipe for you if you really want a good recipe. My grandma's is really good. It's a German one. Oh, I'll the- take that one. Yesterday was my grandma Vera's birthday. The 21st was her birthday. And let's see, she was born in 1906. So oh, wow. she would have been, been 113, 114. Yeah. Yeah. So I posted a couple pics on Facebook of her. And it's interesting because I posted my grandparents like a picture shortly after they were married. And I'm like, okay, so I have my grandma's like eyes and the brows and the forehead. But then I have my grandpa's like nose and lips. I thought that was kind of funny. Like, could I mix? Yeah, because I definitely look more like my dad's side facial wise. Body wise, I'm just like my mom's short little I am absolutely my dad's side all over the place, although I don't know where my big ass came from because they all have kind of flat butts. Um, But I don't know. I think my dad looks like his mom. But when I look at pictures of my grandma when she's young, I don't feel like I look just like her. So I don't know. He must be a mix of someone and then I'm exactly him. Yeah, interesting. No, I definitely, and even when I was little, my dad would be like, oh, you look like my sister Carol, or you look like my sister Rita. Like, I would be having my hair a different way or doing something, and my dad definitely thought I looked just like, you know, his side of the family. I have um, on my one wall, my grandparents, both sets, uh, wedding pictures, so I'm looking at them right now. Yeah, I got to get some of my, because it was my other grandma, my grandma Mona, it was her birthday at the beginning of the month. So I need to frame some more pictures. I need to do like a family picture wall. I just. Yeah, I sent my one living grandparent, my grandma, um, a picture when I framed both of those. And she said it made her cry. And she's not usually a crier. So I was like, oh, well, that's kind of cute when I look at them. Like even when my grandpa died, her husband, I remember I was crying and went to hug her and she wouldn't hug me because she didn't want to cry, which is insane. But um, yeah, she said that made her cry. So I thought Aww. that was kind of cute. Mm-hmm. Well, I think it's nice to remember where you came from. Yeah, they're just nice pictures. I just like mm-hmm. these. Yeah, both of them. Yeah, it's pretty cool. I Yeah, I definitely have a lot of old pictures like on my... I have a built-in with the fireplace and the TV and all these shelves. So I just have a lot of old pictures of people up there. It'll be a nice little winter thing if you want to start getting some frames. And Oh, my gosh. I have so many. I have a list of, like, the size of frames that I need. So I'm, like, I'm just going to have to get, like, a stimulus check and go to, like, the frame store and get all this shit framed up. Are they weird like- sizes? You know, a lot of it is kind of weird. Like some of my patients apparently were artists and I never realized it. And I was cleaning out the lab and I'm like, what are all these rolled up prints? And sure enough, I'm Googling and I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I should frame these. They were just sitting in my lab for like five years rolled up. So, yeah, I've got a lot of odd size stuff. 
um, that I need frames for. Yeah, that's tough when they're all odd. I know, like, you can get cheap frames that you can, like, make look nicer at, like, Ikea and stuff. Ooh, Ikea is a great idea. I'm going to go on Ikea. Yeah. Yeah, because I like the fact that all you do is you you just, like, back your car up into the little pickup area and you're like, beep, beep, give them a text and they bring it out to your car. Last time I was at Ikea, they only had self-checkout open and I was pissed because I had like this whole like you know you have like a flatbed cart almost mm-hmm. so I was like scanning half of the stuff and not scanning the rest like there you, you guys are gonna make me do my own work here I'm not fucking paying for everything You're like two for me one for you <laughs> yeah I'm an asshole well, this was years ago so don't come knocking on my door people girl do you know how many people do that that's I had friends that are like this is why there's a self-checkout it's a discount and my friend like, Chris used to because like sometimes at the grocery store I would do it at self-checkout <laughs> and uh he'd come home then like from girl he'd be like I did the Stephanie method and I got this and and I'm like can you stop calling it the Stephanie method <laughs> like we don't need that me named after that that's too funny. The thief, the thief skills. I don't know. When uh, the only time I ever really see a self checkout is at Mariano's, and uh, that they they plant people there to watch you like a hawk. So yeah, I think they've gotten better. They know that people do it. I haven't done it in a long time. I mean, when I was unemployed, it was like I don't want to pay seven dollars for some blueberries. <laughs> yeah, truth, truth. Yeah. Yeah, I I just shopped the sales, girl. But yeah, Walgreens yesterday was kind of nice. I got a lot of good deals. Hmm. Now, of course, every Sunday is like a new sale. So I got to check it out. Um, Okay, so we have gotten 24 minutes and haven't done shit. (laughs) Well, let's hear what's popping. All right, what's popping? I don't dance now. I make money moves. It's what's popping. It's what's popping. All right. Where's my outline? Haven't even gone to that yet. Isn't that kind of funny? Well, today is November 24th. <laughs> it is. And it, did you, you get know, in trouble kind of... anymore for saying it was Sunday or for us? No, Ed hasn't said anything, though. We got so. we got scolded a couple of weeks ago. Stop yeah, saying it's we're, Sunday. Because we're always like, it's Sunday, Sunday, Sunday. But the show comes out on Tuesday. But it's like, well, we got to record it sometime. So. so that's why last week I was being a smartass about the day. And this week, and we did not say a day. But we are on episode 84. Wow. 84. We've really come a long way, baby. Mm-hmm. That was the uh, Virginia Slims logo back in the day. You've come a long way. I used to smoke Virginia Slim, Ultra Lights, Menthol. (laughs) (laughs) I like the smell of menthol, I think, because my parents smoke menthol. So it's like a comfort smell. You know what? It was like, I think those were the first cigarettes I smoked were menthol. Because in high school, like all these, I hung out with some bad girls and we'd be like in the bathroom and they all smoked Newports, man. And so we'd be like, you just see like a cigarette coming underneath the wall of the stall, you know, and you're like, oh, I got to hit it. You know, it's a Newport. (laughs) But like the Newports are so strong. You would catch like such a buzz off of them. It was hilarious. Yeah, that's what they smoked was Newports. That must have been the the go-to in those days. Yeah. And it's funny because I, I saw a quote and it was like, if you use peppermint soap um, on your body, your butthole's going to feel like it just smoked a Newport. And I was like, <laughs> that is the best. <laughs> that minty, minty fresh. 
Yeah. Well, and I want to say like they're they're very not good for you, but the clove cigarettes because they weren't filtered. Those were phenomenal because they tasted wonderful. They smelled great. But and I used to have to go to like a a funky like tobacco store in the mall to get them because they were Turkish cigarettes. But those were my favorite. The clove cigarettes It was Mm. like a little hippie. Yeah. For real. So there's nothing fancy happening on November 24th, except for the fact that it's National Sardines Day. Hey, it's also our friend fan. I don't know if he's a fan of the show, but friend of the show, John Doyle's birthday. It's John's birthday. November 24th. Happy birthday, John Doyle. I want to get together and chat about plants with him. Yeah, I miss him. We should do something. Yeah, he's got such a green thumb, and he's always got all these crazy plants on his timeline. So and pretty good stories about hooking up with people in the Marshalls, <laughs> in the Marshalls dressing room. room. <laughs> oh, I need to hook up. Okay, um, but on November twenty fourth in nineteen sixty three. Uh, Jack Ruby killed Lee Harvey Oswald, who killed John President John F. Kennedy. Mm. So, um, and then in 1993, Mrs. Doubtfire, directed by Chris Columbus, starring Robin Williams, Sally Field, and Pierce Brosnan, opened in theaters. So, I remember seeing that in the theater with my family. Yeah, I liked Mrs. Doubtfire. I still sometimes I'll be like, hello. Like, you know, like Mrs. Doubtfire or it was a drive-by fruiting. <laughs> it wasn't a holiday movie, though, huh? But it came out like Thanksgiving. That's interesting. I guess. Yeah. But it wasn't. It, no, it wasn't a holiday movie. It was like set in San Francisco. It really wasn't holiday themed at all. And stuff I did post on Instagram on Stuff's in the City Instagram, and it cracked me up because I'm like, this is totally us. Well, at least me right now and half you. Um, and it says it's either serial killer documentaries or Christmas movies. We're either slaying or slaying. <laughs> so. I haven't done the Christmas thing yet, but um, definitely serial killer stuff. I'm very into that. I have discovered that I can just listen to Dateline episodes as like podcasts. Mm, and yes. that's that's what I've been hooked on lately. Also, I survived. It used to be on Annie. I don't think they do like the TV show anymore, but that's got some podcast episodes that are pretty good. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Well, um, if as long as we're talking about podcasts, I'll scroll down a little bit here. And um we may be on Sirius XM stuff. What? <laughs> I, I doubt we're going to be one of their featured podcasts, but it's a possibility. Um, so Sirius XM, they, everybody knows them as the satellite radio station. They bought Stitcher, which is the podcasting company. I, you know, the app I use to listen to my podcast. Oh, right. Yeah. <clears throat> so they bought Stitcher from EW Scripts in a deal worth $325 million. Um, so this move set Sirius to compete with um, even more seriously against Spotify, iHeartMedia, and Apple for dominance of the podcasting space. So th- I think that Stitcher, or I mean, um, Sirius, it is like featuring certain podcasts. Like they keep advertising, like you can listen to all the Marvel podcasts now, all the Marvel podcasts. So um, I'm going to have to check that out and see if my subscription covers whatever channels they're going to be throwing podcasts on now. Yeah. 
So I thought that was kind of interesting. For sure. Um, what do you got here? Stranger Things? Um, yeah, well, you know, it got pushed back the the filming, like everything, because of coronavirus. Right. But they're adding right. all these like regulars to their cast. So not even just like guest stars, but series regulars. Um, and one of them is Freddy Krueger. What? Robert Freddy England Kruger. is joining the cast. Is he joining as Freddy Krueger or just? No. <laughs> okay. He's joining as Victor Creel, a disturbed and intimidating man who is in prison in a psychiatric hospital for a gruesome murder in the 50s. So I don't know what's happening like this season because it takes place in the 80s, right? Yeah, but that last season, wasn't it like the whole fucking like bloody flower eaten and I don't know, wasn't it just like a whole psychedelic creepy thing? Now it's going to be something completely different. Yeah, I don't know. I know that Hopper is alive, so that makes me happy. Yeah, I watched a movie the other day. I'm like, hey, that's Hooper. And Joey's like, Hopper? I'm like, yeah, Hopper. <laughs> he I'm married like, Mr. Lily Allen. Did you know that? What? You know Lily Allen, the singer? Yeah. He married her like a couple months ago. Oh, really? I like her. I, I do too, but it was just like her. a weird couple, I thought. Yeah, that is kind of an odd couple. Uh, well, they say opposites attract, so yeah. I don't know. Well, that um, I cool. also saw Ivanka Trump's former best friend and maid of honor had an article in Vanity Fair where she was talking about Ivanka. Oh, really? Let's and my hear. favorite Let's thing sp- was she spilled I mean, the tea. She's, she's a trash person, but um, her first memory of Ivanka is that she farted loudly and blamed it on a classmate. <laughs> totally see that i liked that probably smelled really bad too and then everything else is like unsurprising you know she didn't want to read books about fucking poor people um she would body shame her friend um she used to threaten to replace her as a friend yeah just Uh, she didn't like her arabic necklace that she wore because it screamed terrorist so it seems the apple doesn't fall far in case anyone was thinking otherwise. No, he's I just want to tweet to him and just be like, garbage man, back the fuck up and just sit down. Like, no, you're not. He's not even trying at this point. He's been golfing. So all these people are getting sick and dropping dead. And, you know, like we really just need him to to concede so that Biden's team can take over and start working on some plans here and it's just, well, it's just so like frustrating. Lying. That's so crazy, too, you know? Like, you know, I guess we just have to wait until whatever, January 20th, and then we can send the soldiers to storm the castle and get them the fuck out of there. But it's just so petty. It's just petty. And then 70-something million people love that pettiness. That's bullshit. That's absolute bullshit. Yeah, I don't, again, I don't understand. <laughs> I don't either. I'm telling you, we're st- I, we're living in a different dimension. That's all I have to we're say. We're Sims. Yeah. Um, we have Barack Obama is writing another, or he has written another memoir. Um, because he's written several books. I don't know if this is like his first memoir, but I don't think so. Right. Well, I'm trying to remember the audacity of hope, and I think it was his first one, but I don't know if that was like. 
a true memoir. Yeah. So this is a promised land and it's the first half. So it's it's not it's like not complete. It only charts um Obama's path to the White House and um up to 2011 in the killing of Osama bin Laden. So it's really just kind of like a halfway point. Um but the cool part was is that he sold 887 copies on the first day. And it's interesting cuz Michelle Obama's book um her, she sold like 700,000 774,000 copies on the first day of her book. Mm-hmm. And actually as of right now her book has not even gone paperback yet because it's still selling millions of hard copies, which is crazy. Yeah, and her podcast does really well too. So yes, exclusive on Spotify. So um, so he so if you are interested in Obama's book, it kind of ref- reflects on his legacy, uh, the space between his presidential ambitions and the political reality of a Republican-controlled House and Senate that hampered his um, ambitions. And the cool part is, and this speaks to me because sometimes I'm like, well, if I ever wrote a book, like I would want a different song for every chapter. Like I would have to have songs that went along with the, this, you know, different stories that I'm telling, but I don't know how you would do that unless it's like a book on tape or something like that. Right. Yeah. But, um, so Obama made a playlist on Spotify so you can um, find it there. And he said, music has always played an important role throughout my life. And that was especially true during my presidency. While reviewing my notes ahead of debates, I'd listen to Jay-Z's My First Song or Frank Sinatra's Luck Be a Lady. Uh, throughout our time in the White House, Michelle and I invited artists like Stevie Wonder and Gloria Stefan to conduct afternoon workshops with young people before performing an evening show in the East Room. And there were all sorts of performances I'll always remember, like Beyonce performing at last for our first dance at the inauguration, or Paul McCartney serenading Michelle in the East Room with Michelle. And uh, so in honor of my book, A Promised Land, coming out, I thought I'd put together a playlist with some of those songs. Hope you enjoy it. So, um, and I do. I already have a couple of Obama's playlists, like, on my Spotify list. So this will well, definitely. Does the end of year one, right? Yeah. There's always one that's like, this is the songs that we listen to all summer or whatever. Because I those are a couple of them that I've had. But Steph, you might want this one because I know you like Sade. <laughs> oh, God. I used to like Sade. Someone Cherish the Day is on there. So I thought that was funny. That you would want to listen to that. <laughs> I like Beyonce and Jay-Z. Yes, I do have a little Beyonce clip for us today when we get to the news. Um, So fabulous Dolly Parton. She helped. I guess we could call this Corona news, right? Mm -hmm. Coronavirus! Coronavirus! I'm telling you, it's real! It's getting real! Woo! Yesterday I was uh, working, of course, and um, I had the TV on and one of my Bravo shows, they filmed it during coronavirus. So, like, it was a clip of, like, all the different them watching news. And it was coronavirus, coronavirus. And oh, I was really? sitting here working, and I'm like, coronavirus! <laughs> coronavirus! I started, like, yelling it. And, you know, you have those moments where you're like, I'm alone too much. Like, what am I doing right now? My neighbors are probably like, who is she screaming at down there? 
Well, I'm not even as alone as you are, and I do that shit. Like, the kids were both in bed Friday night, and that's <laughs> I finally got off the couch, and I was like, these motherfuckers in these dirty dishes in this pizza pizzazz pan, and I'm, like, swearing and hollering and making lots of noise. And by myself, like, who's even hearing me? The ghost? Yeah. Like... Whatever. But that whole coronavirus Cardi B clip, it cracks me up because um, man bun or bitch biscuit, the, you know, my friend that I dated a long, long time ago, but we're still friends. He had a, a little video. I don't know if it was a TikTok or just like an Instagram video, but he has three kids and then he has two stepkids and it looked like they were all inside the doctor's office. <laughs> like waiting to be seen. So you mm -hmm. see all these teenage kids with masks on sitting there looking really pissed off <laughs> and in the background. Like the music was like that Cardi B screaming coronavirus mixed in with something else. And I was laughing so hard. I'm like, I that's got that remix that they did where it's like the video and then you see uh, it's like Elmo dancing on the moon and like. <laughs> Oh, I don't think I saw that. Yeah, it's a whole remix. I always say I'm going to post stuff, but I need to like write stuff down to remember. Well, to and that's it. when I listen back to the show every week. I like get a pen and paper and I'm just like, okay, I got this, got that, I got this. Um, needless to say, I haven't done it in a couple shows, but yeah, maybe I'll try to do that this week. <laughs> um, but so for coronavirus, you know, Operation Bullshit, Warp Speed, they did not give any money to help do, to help um, make these vaccines. Right. Mm, yeah. I think all they did was like, well, we'll buy, you know, X million doses from you. But they didn't say like, you know, here's a trillion dollars for you to try and, you know, get this vaccine going fast enough. So the Moderna vaccine that has, you know, it it's one of the winners here. It's the 94% effective one. Um, Dolly Parton donated a million dollars to help fund the studies to develop this vaccine. So queen um, icon legend, right? Uh, have you ever been to Dollywood? No, I would like to go though. I do like Dolly. We had a it's staff cute. meeting Friday and my boss was talking about like, you know, there's two vaccines that seem promising, and then, you know, moved on and then, you know, it was like done talking. Like, did I miss anything? Anyone have questions? And I like turned my mic on. I'm like, you failed to mention Dolly Parton funded one of those vaccines. <laughs> like, Good for you. Can we get a round of applause here? Because I love her. Well, and it's funny. Well, that's good. I mean, I'm glad you did that because, not you know, people just don't recognize women that do good things. Um, as often as they should. Uh, but it was funny because the meme was like, vaccine, 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 you know, like Jolene. And I'm yeah. like, yeah, <laughs> that's somebody good. else had it caffeine, too. And I'm like, oh, yeah, I need some of that. Although I had way too much caffeine last night. My son just is looking at me like, can you shut the fuck up? <laughs> well, I also with my Cheerios uh, poured some iced coffee. So hopefully it'll kick in. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah a little caffeine never hurts right except for uh, when i'm it. at work and i'm already stressed out and pissed off like it just kind of takes me over the edge sometimes so i don't have my caffeine until i get started with my day at work and then if i realize it's a shit show i hold off so i don't start like throwing shit across the room like there have been out. days working from home where i'm like oh i didn't have any coffee and i don't end up having any but I think you're right. I think some days it adds to like the stress feeling and not 
Yes. Doesn't help me motivate. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Um, There was a French broadcaster. (laughs) (laughs) Apparently, he just decided to like say that all of these people had died, but they really didn't die. Um, That cracks me up. So like they had to apologize for announcing the death of the queen and Bridget Bardot and Pele. Like all on the same day? Yeah. So they, they... so this radio station mistakenly published the obituaries of all of these people. And so it's Radio France International, RFI, which is the French equivalent of BBC World Service. <laughs> so they oh, had God. a technical Yeah, they said they had a technical problem and they apologized for the error um because all of these death notices were on their website and then partner platforms like Google, Yahoo, and MSN before people took them down. This is just different um, from just saying it to actually posting it online. Right. So they were they were totally they posted all of these obituaries of like the Ayatollah Khomeini, Jimmy Carter, Raul Castro, Yoko Ono, Clint Eastwood, Sophia Loren. Like they had all these people that were Roman Polanski, Pierre Cardin, um, the Queen, and like they even went like they had this whole obituary for the Queen, and they had her dying of pulmonary complications from COVID. Jesus, <laughs> right? Like, and it's he crazy. just apologized, and that's it. He didn't like have they to took uh, him down. Yeah, but he didn't like get fired or anything. <laughs> I don't think so. But I thought that All that right. was so hilarious that they. They like that they just published all these obituaries. And I mean, come on, they had it down to like the queen dying of pulmonary complications. <laughs> like, she's wow. still alive, motherfuckers. How are you even writing about how she died? Yeah, that's funny. Yeah, it's pretty crazy. Um, speaking of the vaccine and coronavirus, I ran across this and I don't know how I feel about this. Um, you know how I'm a big concert goer and I can't wait until we kind of get some sort of plan where we can start doing concerts again. And Ticketmaster actually put out like guidelines on how they're planning to check your vaccine status to get let into concerts. Huh. Right. So it's kind of like, I hate to say it, but, and I've been thinking this since the beginning only because like at work obviously we had one employee that had coronavirus back in march so it was like she really didn't have to wear a mask and she didn't have to worry and you know she didn't really have to get all stressed out and freaked out because she's already had it you know and so we'd all be like oh you're lucky you're lucky you've already had it you've already had it and so it made me think of the fact like are we going to be limited to traveling and concerts and all sorts of things based on our status of whether we have had Corona or not. And is it going to be like, you have to show your, your status wherever you go to get in, or you're going to be denied because you could possibly be infected or you didn't get the vaccine. Like it's going to be a whole discriminatory process in my mind. What do you think? Um, I mean, I get that part and like concerns about that part, but I also think, I mean, would you feel comfortable going to a concert until you were pretty sure that most people were vaccinated? 
Oh, I'm on the I'm on the side of like everybody should get vaccinated. I mean, fuck it. You got vaccinated against polio and measles and mumps. And my only concern with that is that it's so early and I know they're doing all these trials and stuff. But I think, you know, there's going to be a lot of side effects that they are not going to know about for a bit. So that's where I have a concern about getting it right away. Um, and I and I definitely had some of those concerns, but I think the more I read about it, so this is not so, so like polio, for instance. I remember when my kids were little and my dad was going through chemo and I had to have David vaccinated with a different a different method than all the kids normally would get, because if we were going to be around my dad, he couldn't get vaccinated with like the live activated virus it had to be something different because you can shut it like kids can shut it through saliva and their poop and all that stuff so if, if if my son got the regular vaccination then we would have to stay away from my dad until we were sure he shut all the virus out so this covid um vaccine to me from what i've read and again yeah i'm a scientist but i ain't that smart um, it's made from the, from the DNA, the RNA of, of, it's not really the live virus. It's like, it's different. So uh, I think that the side effects will probably be a lot less. And, um, you know, the worry is a lot less because, you know, like with the polio vaccines, there were still some people that would get polio from it. You know mm-hmm. what I mean? Yeah. Whereas with this, when they're saying 94, 95% effective, I don't think that there's as many dangers to this vaccine as there were for other ones in the past. So that made me feel a little bit better. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm not, I mean, before I was like, I'm going to be like, I am legend and be like one of those fucking zombies, like waiting to suck somebody's blood out. Like, you know, just because they had that cancer vaccine in that movie. Have you never seen that movie? I think I've seen it, but I didn't like watch it. Like maybe my brother had it on because I can remember parts of it. I definitely wouldn't wouldn't recommend watching it it now just because you probably will be like, I'm never getting any vaccine. But the bottom line, spoiler alert of the movie is, is that somebody came up with a cancer vaccine and everybody rushed out to get it. And it turned out that it totally changed, changed humans into like monsters and it was like a metabolic issue or something like that. And Will Smith was immune to it. And he just so happened to be a scientist. So he was trying to find um, the cure, you know, some way to like reverse this. And uh, yeah, the monsters were scary. And I could totally see that happening, but I don't, not with this vaccine. So. (laughs) All um, right. Well, I'll keep that in mind. Yeah. So, but back to this Ticketmaster thing. So they're, they're still developing like this plan, but they're going to rely on three separate components, the Ticketmaster digital app, um, third party health uh, information companies like Clear Health Pass or IBM Digital Health Pass. And then they're also going to be working with vaccine distribution providers like LabCorp and CVS Minute Clinic. So if approved, after purchasing a ticket for a concert, fans would need to verify that they've already been vaccinated, um, which they're saying provides a year of COVID-19 protection or test negative for coronavirus 
24 to 72 hours before the concert. Um, so that in, in itself, I think, in my opinion, is going to be kind of tricky because they're doing that now for they're doing that now for travel. Like my mom's going to Hawaii the December 4th. Right. Mm-hmm. But she's like, well, I'm just going to go get tested tomorrow and tell them, tell them to hold on to the results. <laughs> I'm like, uh-huh. I'm like, they can't do that. Like if you if the airline or H- Hawaii itself is asking for your covid test done within 72 hours of travel, you can't go and get it done two weeks beforehand and think that that's okay because it's not you could get infected, you know, even though yeah. she's already had it. So I don't it's it's sticky out there. So there's still a lot of details to work out. But it looks like that this is Ticketmaster is, you know, that's what they're thinking of doing just to get these concerts back up and running. I also think bottom line, like once this starts, they start going back to quote unquote normal money talks and they're going to do whatever to make sure their sales, you know. Are decent so oh yeah i agree with I that 100 truly care i mean even you know and i understand restaurants and stuff um but you know one's refusing to follow new hours or new guidelines it's like people need money you know right so right well and i wonder if this isn't you know like when you went to college or at least even my kids like to go to school you have to come up with your immunization records I wonder if this isn't just going to be something that's added onto your immunization records and somehow you get like a digital QR code or something that you showed that your immunizations are up to date. Yeah. Or if you've already had coronavirus, my whole question was, is like when they come out with all these like millions of doses of vaccine, it, to me, it would make no sense to give the vaccine to someone that's already had it. They've already made antibodies. So, like, save that dose to give to somebody that really needs it. So are they going to test people to make sure they have antibodies and and then they don't need the vaccine? Like, there's still some questions that I have. Yeah, and I think they don't know it a ton yet. Like, it's still pretty new. It just turned right? one, like, last week. Like... <laughs> The first coronavirus case in China was like a year ago, I think, on Wednesday. Yeah, so so they started having it in November of last year. And I'm telling you, it was already circulating here in the United States in December of last year. Oh, for sure. It was in Mexico. And, um, you know, now it's just, I think it's mutated to the point where it's super duper contagious, but it's not as deadly as it was before. Well, I got my flu shot yesterday, so did you? And no yeah. side effects? Yeah, I don't think I ever have side effects, but I don't also don't think I ever feel great. So I'm just like whatever. <laughs> <laughs> You're like I'm just living in paradise over yeah. here. <laughs> yeah. Well, you know. I noticed that last week you were saying that you had that candle, which I love that candle, by the way. But it, it does didn't not fucking, really. Re- no, it didn't reduce any stress for me. But it's no, no but good. I. I I found a meditation for you. So we're going to take a little moment here to to do this meditation. All right. Are you ready? Mm -hmm. Here we go. Close your eyes. Sit or lie comfortably, quietly. Allow yourself to be here fully in this moment. With your eyes closed, begin to connect with your inner world of thought and feeling. Gradually, 
Let the horseshit of the external world fade from your awareness. If you find your mind wandering to other thoughts, don't let it concern you. Just acknowledge that all that shit is fucking bullshit. You're here now, in this place, with your inner stillness. Those bitches can't get under your skin. They can't even. Take in a deep breath. Now breathe out. Just feel the fucking nonsense float away. Take full, deep breaths. Breathe in strength. Breathe out bullshit. Allow your breathing to discover its own natural, unhurried pace. If your thoughts drift to the three-ring shit show of your life, bring your attention back to your breathing. And with each breath, feel your body saying, Fuck that. With- <laughs> I think so that if they step. made the headspace guy like that, I would do it more. You know what? I probably will do that meditation just because it is more relaxing than some I've run yeah. across. But it's on YouTube and it's called Fuck That Meditation. So okay. I, like I, th- I thought of you when I saw that and I was like, oh, Steph could use this. Yeah. Um, I've got that clip now. Here we go. Are you shaking it, Seth? I am. I'm trying to twerk over here. So who run the world? We got some Girls. sports news. We got the sports news this week. Um, Marlins made some big history this week. And uh, they hired Kim Eng, which I'm like, her last name is just spelled N-G. So I'm like, how the fuck do you pronounce that? Ing- so I did look up the pronunciation. And this guy cracks me up. Come on, dude. I know you're there. We are looking at how to pronounce the name of the American executive in Major League Baseball. How do you go about pronouncing her name? Kim Ang. Kim Ang. Kim Ang. Did you get it? Let me know in the comments. Kim Ang. Here are more videos on how to the, the the guy cracks me up though because he's like Kim Ang. Did I think you get Tina, it? my friend Tina, interviewed her for her dissertation when she was in grad school. If I'm that's not mistaken, cool. yeah, I believe yeah. so. No, that's cool because I was like, all right, so I'm looking up the story, and I'm like, okay, but when we're talking about her, like, how do you pronounce this last name? And I'm like, I'm pretty sure it was just Ang, but. So then when I found this guy, he cracked me up because he kind of sounds like my doctor. <laughs> and my doctor is always like, oh, okay, don't eat lots of lunch meat. Uh, is your no doctor Asian? Sugar. What? Oh, it's not your boss, your doctor. Okay. My, no, my, yeah, my, my actually primary care doctor. Oh, okay. He yeah. called me yesterday, too, because I have to go, you know, I go get my blood work for that stupid needle stick. So he's like, hello, Dr. Leong here. And I'm like, Hello. <laughs> But my kids call him Dr. Lee Ho 
from that Adam Sandler movie, which makes me laugh. Sorry, that's kind of racist, but it's funny. Um, <clears throat> so the Miami Marlins announced that it hired Kim Ang as its new general manager. So uh, she is the first woman in Major League Baseball history to be named GM. And she's also the first woman to hold this position in any major North American sport. So congrats to Kim Ang, man. Yeah, that's major, major, major. It is major. Totally love it. Uh, We've got some listener feedback this week, and it's from superfan Mallory. And she cracked me up because... When I talked about the kids in the in the suburban on the way home from school yelling out the window, Emilio, she was one of those kids. So <laughs> she said she was listening to the episode while she was cleaning up the house while the baby was napping. And she said she totally remembered when she, I'd pick her up from school and that the kids would be yelling out the window. <laughs> so, and it was funny because seriously, all these like poor kids walking home and then they're in the suburban with the music really loud and they got all the windows down and they're yelling, Emilio, and all these kids walking. So, uh-huh. you know, if people didn't know the movie, then they'd hopefully go watch it because it is a classic. It, you know, but was I a bad mom because I let my kids watch these movies when they were little? <laughs> like, I mean, if you were, my mom was because that's all we watched was like. I mean, my mom bought us bullshit, scary ass movies when we were really little. We were like watching freaking Dawn of the Dead and all sorts of shit. Like, I don't know. Even if I wasn't able to, my cousins, like I remember watching, I think I hate (laughs) your cousins sleepaway camp because my cousin watched it and I was like eight years old and I was terrified. Too funny. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Well, the cousins, yeah. The cousins were bad influences. I remember Mm -hmm. my cousins would be like smoking and drinking and yeah. We still have a whole movie of like, I don't know if it was Christmas, but in the background, if you look, you can see like two of my cousins that aren't that much older than me playing quarters and like taking sips of beer. And they were young. (laughs) Yeah, but the family didn't care. They were probably like, ah, the kids aren't going anywhere. Let them get drunk. I think my brother got 13. Like, what? No. Well, my brother accidentally drank the wrong punch when he was four. And we have pictures of that. And he's laying on the ground with like one eye closed and the other eye kind of half open with this big old smile on his face. Because he was fucked up. He was drinking the wrong punch. Accidentally, or was he uh, already? He was only four. Yeah, that's pretty young. (laughs) But it was like my aunt had one punch bowl in one corner and the other punch bowl in the other corner. And they looked the fucking same, except for one was boozed up. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, I think he ended up working. I think that was actually a Thanksgiving story. (laughs) I think about Um, We have some financial news this week. And again, this is a little bit. This is, to me, it's a little uh, controversial because people are really going crazy online about this. Like, oh, I had to pay off all my student loans. Now, why do these kids get theirs forgiven? Like, Mm -hmm. you know, if I had to pay for it. And my first thought was, like, do you ever hear, like, well, I was a slave and so you should be a slave, too. Like, it makes no sense to me. You know what I mean? Like, uh, yeah, I'm I mean, I'm all for it because obviously I have a ton. <laughs> and they're also saying, though, that like it can stimulate the economy. You know, it's not just this like handout and um, 
but like um, the move can help the economy. It's not. I like agree because I was like, okay, if they're gonna forgive like fifty thousand dollars per person, I'm like, yeah, I'll take that. So then, like, I'm you know, I got my phone. I'm on the toilet. And you know what I was googling? I was googling like oceanfront condos. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I'll buy one of those if I don't have to pay the student debt. Like hell yeah. So, um, but I just thought it was. It was really because there's over one point seven trillion dollars of national student loan debt. Mm-hmm. And um, Chuck Schumer suggested that Biden could cancel up to fifty thousand dollars of student loan debt per borrower and do it very quickly on an executive order. Um but all these people were like taken to Twitter and like, well, you know, why didn't I have to pay for mine if they're not going to have to pay for theirs? But it's, you know, I don't know. It's all about like passing it on to to make a better future for people. I don't I think, sit there yeah, and tell my kids, like, well, you you got to work for three dollars an hour because I did. No, like I want better for them. Yeah. yeah. Um, I just think it, it's like the coronavirus thing. It's people are selfish. So. You know, yeah, how horrible though. Like, so maybe, like, okay, if you can prove that you paid X amount in student loan debt this year, then you get a little bit of a tax break. Like, you know, maybe they could figure out something so that everybody benefits from it. But all these crabby Apple people, they can all fuck off, you know? I agree. Yeah. Cancel my student debt. Uh, what do I have, Steph? Do I have anything that's, uh, fuck those motherfuckers? I think that's fine. I think what you just said. All right. So as long as we're talking about fucking, let's go to our position of the day. (laughs) Well, full disclosure. Yes. The book is currently holding up my headphones cord because it keeps like going in and out. Like I can still hear you, but like, you know, if you have to like, move the end of it okay then don't move the book i oh, have I'm not pos- but i looked at it before i put it under there okay because if not i have a position that one of our listeners sent in so oh, let's would do you- that and then i'll just post this one it'll be a surprise for tuesday i'll post it okay so <laughs> our friend john cooler by the lake john mm-hmm. he sent me this and he's like this reminded me of those absurd sex positions of the day and then he goes open when you are alone ha 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 and this is on Twitter. So if you folks would like to go to Twitter, it's slutty cams on oh, Twitter. <laughs> and so picture this if you can. So there's a guy in his orange vest, like he's obviously a construction worker. There's a dump truck parked in the background and it's backed up to this brick wall, right? So there's a big orange ladder and it's leaning on the brick wall and underneath the ladder so on the side that you're not going to climb up it's the opposite side right Mm -hmm. the construction guy is holding on and he's got his pants down and his legs are wrapped around the sides of the ladder and then on the other side of the ladder the one that you would walk up on there's a girl with her pants pulled down and her naked ass is like stuck through the opening between the rungs of the ladder. And so he's fucking her through the opening of the ladder. <laughs> but they're both hanging on to something. So she's almost like sitting on the ladder. So, you know, like if you put a ladder up and you just sit on it, 
like on one of the rungs instead of climbing up yeah. and just sit so on it. So it's like an elevated version of like one of those sex chairs where you like sit on it. and then... Yes. Okay. So he's he's actually got to use some like muscle strength because he's holding on to the ladder. And obviously he's pumping her. So he's really getting all the exercise. And it's funny because if you look at it on, on Twitter, she looks really fucking bored. So. <laughs> And I was like, oh, my God, that's hilarious. And then he's like, I'm sorry if that was too much. I just saw it and died laughing. And he's like, this should be in that book. So, yeah, it's perfect for this week, too, since I can't open the book. <laughs> right. Yeah, this cracked me up, though. So her ass is through the ladder. So if you have a ladder at home, I mean, you might want to give it a try. Uh, the the guy is not a very big man, though. So I have a feeling like if you're a real big dude, you might bend the ladder doing this position. <laughs> We'll have to uh, post it. You know what? I mean, we c- I could screenshot it. That's what I'll do. I'll screenshot it and post it because if I post the link, it's going to go straight to like it's a video. So it's go straight oh, okay. to like a porn video. So I'll screenshot it and I'll play with it and put it on What there. do we want to name that? We can give it our own name. Uh, yeah, I don't know. It's like it's a- constructing the right. Pos- I don't know. Hmm. Yeah, I'll send it to you, and then uh, you tell me what you want to want to call that position. Okay, I'm sending it now. <laughs> so thanks, John Cooler at the Lake, for sending that to us. And uh, what do we got next? We've got some Andy. Five things that some Andy likes. These are the things that some Andy likes. Five things that some Andy likes. These are the things that some Andy likes. Woo! Thanks, Estelle. That's uh, Stella Sonic from The Strays in the UK. And they actually just posted a video and it's some, oh, the final lockdown. You know that one song? The final countdown. Mm-hmm. But they did the final lockdown. So it's kind of funny. If you would like to tune in, you can find them all across social media uh, YouTube, Facebook, Instagram. Um, Go to YouTube, though, if you want to watch some of their stuff, because they're really talented. And that was Estelle. Uh, So number one on my list, Steph, Meditation Mondays. We kind of already talked about that really good one. Uh, The What's that? Fuck that meditation. The fuck it meditation. (laughs) Well, last Monday was such like a shitty day for me that I did two meditations. Like I just got home. I cooked. You know, I get home earlier than my kids. So I cooked, I had dinner ready, I ate with them, and then I'm like, bye. And I just, I did like an eight to nine meditation and then a nine to 10 meditation. I watched the news and went to bed. Yeah. <laughs> like, I, mean, I had to. I was like in such a cranky mood. So, um, meditation Mondays, if you are interested, I, um, for sure, if you go on Zodica on Facebook, Zodica Perfumes, they do new moon meditations and she's really good. Uh, her name is Paula and she's really, really good. So you might have to like fast forward through their, the first part of the video until you get to Paula doing the meditation. But she definitely like I'm out for the count with whatever she's doing. Like it definitely relaxes me. And then the other one, I do a meditation with my friend Leah. If you're interested, you know, drop us a line and I can have her add you to the group. And that one I do send her a little money every now and then because she also does Reiki with the meditation. 
So if you get on and you're like, can you send me some Reiki to my knees or I have a bad headache? And it really does work. So, um, so those, that's my meditation Mondays. And then stuff. Have you watched Emily and Paris yet? No. Come on, girl. I really haven't watched anything. <laughs> okay. If that makes it better. Please watch it because when this comes to town, we're going to go. And this was in the Emily and Perry show. Um, it's a Van Gogh immersive experience. So it's headed to Chicago. I do love Chicago. Van Gogh. I don't know that I need to watch Emily and Perry. Well, there's one part of the show where they actually go into this immersive experience. So you'll be able to see what it's like because it's in the show. But I would already want to go even without the show. Oh, okay. Well, it's cool because they generally pick these locations where it's really high ceilings and wide open, almost like a warehouse feel to it. But like there's so many projectors that are projecting, you know, like the starry night, like it's just projecting on all of the walls and the floors and the ceilings. So you're like in, you're in it. That's so, um, it was in that Emily and Perry and I was like, Oh my God, Emily in Paris. Come on now. It, it was so cool that I'm like, Oh my gosh, I would love to do that. And then when I saw that it's coming to Chicago, I was like, Oh yeah, I'm, I, I don't care if I have to like wear like a hazmat suit. I want to go. So <laughs> I went to the um, Van Gogh museum in Amsterdam, but they didn't have that. No, yeah, this immersive Van Gogh affords art lovers the chance to step inside his works via 500,000 cubic feet of high-def digital projections enveloped by light music and movement. Um, The show had its world debut in Toronto this summer, and it's designed by Italian producer, no, okay, I've practiced this. I don't know how good I'm going to be at this name, but Massimiliano Sicardi. I did That's it. pretty good. Yeah. Yeah. Believe me, the first couple times I tried, it sounded bad. Um, and then the music is by Italian composer and pianist Luca Long- Longobiordi. So um, it's going to be at Art Lighthouse Art Space Chicago in the Germania Club building, Germania Club building, um, February 11th. Supposed to, oh, February, okay. February 11th. Pretty cool, huh? We got a mm-hmm. date stuff, yeah. you and me. I'm in. We'll, we'll uh, do, do the little vape pen before we go and just lay on the floor. Perfect. And enjoy it. Yeah. Um, number three on my list, because I hate everything right now, but recipes are awesome. I've been following the Salty Marshmallow on Facebook, and that is where I saw this potato salad recipe <laughs> this morning. Oh, okay. So if it's just the Salty Marshmallow, it looks like it's just one girl, but um, the recipes on there are so good. She, I want to say she had like a red velvet hot chocolate that looked really good too um so that's number three on my list and number four on my list since we're coming up to turkey day um williams and sonoma not only do they have that bomb hot chocolate but they have a turkey rub stuff i totally forgot about it and i remember my sister-in-law made a turkey with this turkey rub probably like maybe 10 years ago and i was so impressed by 
all of the spices. It reminded me of my grandma's cooking. And don't forget, she was the chef for Mayor Cermak. So my grandma really was a good cook. And um, so I, I don't know what made me think about this turkey rub from Williams and Sonoma, but I'm definitely headed there to go pick some up. Well, yeah. And if that was like almost 10 years ago, it must be good if you're still thinking about it. Oh, my gosh. this this You know what? My grandma made this amazing fried chicken. And I wish I would have asked her for these recipes. But she was like one of those cooks that was just like, oh, I just throw a little bit of this and a little bit of that. And, you know, she never really wrote anything down. So... Um, but her, the, it's the same spices like she used in her fried chicken that's in this turkey rub. And so, yeah, I, I can't wait. Like, that's the only that's the only thing I'm living for for Thanksgiving this year. <laughs> <laughs> this is turkey rub. Um, and then number five stuff. I think this is going to go in your Christmas package. Um you were saying that that candle that, you know, like didn't really do much for you. They sell cannabis candles. Did you know that? I didn't. Maybe I need one of those. Yeah. So um, the cannabis candles and and I'm like, OK, do they really get you high? Like, you know, somebody's smoking a joint. You can get like a contact high from, you know, inhaling their exhaling. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, but they're saying so these candles they really don't smell like, you know, somebody's smoking a dube in the house. There's different scents to them. Um, and these cannabis tones are mixed with other fragrances so that it's real subtle if you smell any cannabis at all. Um, but this, it has cannabis oils in it. So, and that can include like hemp seed extract to full spectrum CBD oil. So it really will relax you because the cannabis essential oils um, research has shown that it does have mood elevating effects, but it won't get you high. So well, I don't know hell? if that's a bad yeah. thing or a good thing, but yeah, as long as it's um it's helping something, I guess. It works. This felt like it, it cracked me up because they said, according to one study, a person would need to spend an extended amount of time in a closed room with at least 16 burning joints before they felt high. I don't agree with that at all. All it takes is somebody to burn a fatty and you, you stand right next to them and you will get a little buzz. Yeah, it's tiny, though. I mean, I wouldn't call it like high. No, <laughs> the, the you know, I went to see the Grateful Dead or the Dead with uh, John Mayer with uh, Sarah and like her husband and their group of friends. And they were all smoking so much that like I was sitting behind them like I had to lay down because I got I got pretty buzzed up just on the contact. <laughs> and I was like, oh, I wasn't expecting this. If there was okay. ever a concert, I would say the Grateful Dead would be the place where that's going to happen. Yeah, we were at Alpine Valley way up on the lawn. So it's like you really didn't want to go anywhere because the the incline on that lawn at Alpine just is, dude, it's horrible. So you just kind of stay there. And I was just chilling in the lawn. And yeah, I got a little little contact high. So it was a nice little concert. Um. And then, Steph, I have a bonus one this week, and it's, you know, our guy that we love, Leslie Jordan, mm-hmm. he he was on season nine of American Horror Story. Have you watched that yet, the 1984 one? I've only, I told you I stopped for during Coven. I was very over it all. 
Well, we Joey was watching it last night, and I'm like, oh, I'll just watch it with you. So we watched like the whole season. We started watching it when it first rolled out, and then we just kind of dropped off. So now we finished the whole season, and it was so funny to see Leslie Jordan on there, and he's so cute with like the '80s, um, like. I don't know, look, almost look like a Rod Stewart kind of haircut. And he was wearing like kind of like punk clothes. His name was Courtney on the show. He was just so cute. And yeah. So if you ever feel like getting back into American Horror Story, that that just Leslie Jordan and it was funny. And yeah. it's really stabby and bloody, though, that season. So I don't know if I'll watch it. I'll stick with Beverly Leslie, Leslie Jordan from Will and Grace. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I liked Will and Grace. That's such a good show. He was so good on there, too. He's funny. Yeah. So those were Samandy's five things this week. Yay. Uh, let's go to our song. We've got a song this week coming f- coming to us from across the pond. Um, we have the fake shakes with sinister soul. Let me tell you about a story about a man with a devilish heart. More ambiguity didn't get set him apart. He found himself on the edge of a cost, but he found himself almost slightly fucked up. And he found the ladies did him right. Then the booze and the drugs sent him out of sight. His was not a revolution. He sent him home to say, don't you know? Cause he was a sinner man. Yes, he was a sinner man with no place to go.
Well, that was Sinister Soul from the Fake Shakes. Uh, they're a fun blues and psych rock band from Southampton, UK. And their new single, single Sinister Soul, is out right now. Thanks so much to Andy for sending that in to us. Yeah, that song was brought to you by Tweaked Audio. Get headphones, earbuds, and accessories from tweakedaudio.com and their discount code BITCHES at checkout for 33% off your entire order, free shipping, and a lifetime limited warranty on everything you buy. Tweakedaudio.com. Tweakedaudio.com. Right on. Um, and if you would like to be super cool like the fake shakes, uh, go to radiomisfits.com, click on the tab that says submit music, and fill out all the info. Don't forget to add your links and send it on over. I love getting new music. And it's so cool because I've been getting a lot of stuff from like not the United States. So we've been getting a lot of stuff. Like there was one guy, I want to say it was from Morocco, the UK, um, South America. So yeah, send it on in. Love, love, love to hear all this new stuff. So music discovery is like one of my favorite things uh what do we have going on stuff that we want to talk about we have some booze news that seemed exciting to me oh okay booze news booze news well i don't really have a uh booze news thing you have blame oh, it on the goose okay well we're not going to talk about the goose but i do have a turkey song really oh, okay. fast they want to hear the Thanksgiving song. All right. All right. This is uh, this is a Thanksgiving song. I hope you enjoy it. I love Adam's turkey. <laughs> love to eat turkey. I love you. Cause it's good. Love to eat turkey like a good boy should. Cause it's turkey to eat. So good. That clapping's messing my head up, huh? <laughs> I appreciate it. But I was, was trying to think of the next line. I'm like, all I hear is clapping. Here we go. Thanks anyways. Turkey for me. Turkey for you. Let's eat the turkey in my big brown shoe. Love to eat the turkey at the table. I once saw a movie with Betty Grable. Eat that turkey all night long. 50 million Elvis fans can't be wrong. <laughs> turkey lurkey do and turkey lurkey dap. I eat that turkey, then I take a nap. <laughs> Thanksgiving <laughs> is a special night. Jimmy Walker used to say, And cranberry. Can't believe the Mets traded Daryl Strawberry. <laughs> turkey for you and turkey for me. Can't believe Tyson gave that girl BD. 
<laughs> All right. It's it's a long song, but it's one of my favorites. Adam Sandler is just like he's one of my faves. I don't know what to say. Anything he does, I really like. Yeah. He's just always fun. Uh so booze news stuff. Uh Waffle House. <laughs> you yes. can get bacon and kegs beer. So um it is a Waffle House inspired um ale and it's called bacon and kegs and it's from Oconee Brewing Company in Greensboro, Georgia. So apparently if you are in Georgia, you can go there starting December 18th and get these six packs and it's also on draft so you can get your growlers filled. Um but yeah, it cracks me up that they are now making a bacon and kegs beer inspired by the Waffle House. Yeah, you can't go wrong with Waffle House and then, you know, throw beer in there and I was on board immediately. Yes. And then we do have a drink recipe, so Ooh, okay. um if you're looking for an after turkey dinner, uh nice little sweet drink uh we have sugar cookie martinis these sound so good right Mm -hmm. little labor intensive but i think that they're worth it so the ingredients that you're gonna need is um for the martini you're gonna need a half a cup of a whole milk so not skim milk or almond milk half a cup of whole milk a quarter cup of baileys Two ounces of vanilla vodka and two ounces of amaretto. Like my mouth is watering already for all that. Yeah, it sounds good. Then you're also going to need some ice. And then for the rim of the glass, you're going to need a half a cup of vanilla frosting, a quarter cup of sprinkles. And then you're also going to need um, some sugar cookies. So you're going to take sugar cookie dough, like just whatever. You can get it at the grocery store. You don't have to make it fresh or anything. Yeah, like the pre-made pack. Yes. And then whatever shapes you want to cut it in, um, make your little cookies like that. That's why I said it's a little labor intensive because you're going to have to make your own little sugar cookies. I mean, fuck it. If you want to buy them, I guess you can too. Um, So you're going to take a spatula and you're going to put the thin layer of frosting onto the rim of two martini glasses. And then you're going to put your sprinkles on a plate and then dip the rims in the sprinkles to coat the frosting. Okay. Um, And then you can also frost your cookies with the same frosting and sprinkles. And then in the cocktail shaker, you're going to combine the milk, the Baileys, the vodka, and the amaretto. And then you're going to add ice and shake it until it's cold. Pour it into your glasses. And then you're going to garnish the rim with a sugar cookie. And there's your sugar cookie martini. Maybe when I start decorating for Christmas on Friday, I'll make a couple of those. Yeah, they sound just so good, don't they? Yeah. Makes me want some cookies right now. (laughs) Um, oh, we, we got the dumb criminal. Damn. Hold on. I got to find my, my, call the popo ho. Call the popo ho. You don't want the real one. If you have it, I don't know what you have. I got it. I got it. Give me two seconds. I had to delete something. All right. Here it goes. Is it loaded? It's loading. Here we go. Call the police. I ain't scared no popo. Call the popo ho. Call the popo ho. (laughs) <laughs> the bears aren't playing today maybe i'll watch some Medea. i like Medea. <laughs> <laughs> you have fun um i just thought this was funny it was uh someone stole a u-haul truck in sacramento california like 
full full of people's belongings and oh, no. then she went it was a woman and then she went through a gas station car wash with it what? and got stuck oh no <laughs> so she stole it and thought like hey i need to like wash this thing before i you know make get make on my way with it um, decided to go through the car wash. Yeah. So she was trapped for a short time, was able to get out once the power to the car wash was cut. Um, she blew through a warning sign, headed right into the car wash, ran through the opening to the car wash, got stuck inside. Someone said she wasn't just rolling forward. There are burn marks, tire marks on the ground. I think the soap slowed her down, one of the workers oh, said. <laughs> so after she realized she was trapped, she drove forward and backward repeatedly trying to get out. And once they cut the power, she got out. Um, and then obviously she was arrested for, um, they think, under suspicion of DUI, but also for stealing a U-Haul. <laughs> yeah, what a psycho. <laughs> let's steal stealing something and then get stuck. And then thinking it's dirty. Like, let's take it through the car wash. <laughs> and I went through the car wash yesterday. And uh, I was very, like, normally I love going through the car wash. It just feels like cleansing, you know, like yeah. taking a shower. But I felt like they, like... There were too many people going through at once. Like the car behind me, I felt like was getting like on my ass almost. Oh, <laughs> and yeah. I like wanted to hit the gas. Like you know, you're not supposed to like take it out of neutral because I was like, what the fuck? This car behind me is like on me. I just felt like they let people in. Not they were weren't staggered enough. Yeah, and they then weren't I, spaced out. I saw this story and I was like trying to imagine a U-Haul going through it, and it made me laugh. Like coming at you too, like yeah. <laughs> rocking backwards and forwards. Yeah, that's anxiety producing. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I definitely need a car wash. And by the way, like the gas prices, like over here, if you get a car wash, it's a dollar seventy one a gallon. Like oh, shit, I need gas. I do too. And when I went to pick up breakfast and my little light came on, I'm like, eh, I can make it home. I pulled a stuff, right? Yeah, I'll the worst. It, I'll the make worst. it home. It's so like, when I run seen... out to go get my. What was else was I getting? Vicks Vapor Rub and something else? Oh, I don't know. Shit. Potato salad. I was going to Oh, right, some... right. So when I go out, I got to get gas, too. I got a whole list of I've seen a meme, like, the dangerous game that we can play with ourselves is I'll just get gas in the morning. Before yeah. <laughs> Which was what happened to me that day when I was... <laughs> when I ran out. Oh, yeah, right? Because mm -hmm. you're like, oh, I'll just do it in the morning. And then you're like, fuck, I'm running late. I don't have time. I'll just wait. Well, I do that, though, because my car will tell me how many miles I can go on the yeah. gas that I've left. And I'm like, okay, subtract the miles it's going to take me to get to work. Like, will I make it? <laughs> well, I, I needed an oil change last week. And, you know, I've just been busy with work. So Friday, last Friday, I was like, I have a Firestone card. I always go there. Mm -hmm. So I went online to make an appointment and sent it through. And then that next day I went for my facial. When I came out, I had a voicemail and it was like the guy at Firestone saying they couldn't do it, you know, to call back. What? So I called back and he's like, you know, we have a Veterans Day sale, so we're super busy this weekend. We can do it, but you'd have to leave it because I had made an appointment to like wait there because I didn't mm -hmm. want to like go back and forth. So then I'm like, well, when can I come and wait? And he's like, well, if you came early, like next Saturday, we should be able to get you in and out. I'm like, all right, let's just do that because I wasn't going anywhere this week anyway. Right, right. So... He's like, you want seven, eight, or nine for Saturday morning? I was like, nine. I'm not getting up that early for this. Yeah. So no I mean, even nine o'clock, I was like, I gotta get up and shower and everything. So um, I got there like eight forty-five, 
and I'm pretty sure it's the same guy. He's got a distinct voice. So like he's mm-hmm. looking me up in the computer and he's like, oh, you didn't get my voicemail. I'm like, yeah, I did. I called and talked to you after I heard your voicemail. Oh, well, you know, you're not you're going to have to, you know, drop it and come back later. Like there's no way we can get you in and out, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, why did I wait a week then? Why did you tell me that you were able to do this? And I had made an appointment, which isn't a huge deal for my flu shot, just so I could get in and out of CVS. Right. So I'm like, well, I have an appointment at 1030. Like, you know, the reason I waited a week was because you said that that it would be done that fast. So me and him are kind of going back and forth. He's being an asshole. So I'm like, whatever, you know. So I'm like, just do it. And I'm like, I'm not paying. It's like $15 to Uber to my apartment and then Uber back here. Like, I'm going to pay another $30 just because. For an oil change? Well, because I don't want to sit and wait, you know. Right. Right. So he's like, uh, it would be like around two hours. So I'm like, well, I'll just fucking wait. Fuck you guys. So there's a Dunkin' Donuts across the street. So I walked over there. I'm like, I'll just hang out in there for a little bit. But then I get in there and I'm like, oh, yeah, you can't. <laughs> there's right. no tables in here to hang out. And it wasn't super warm at that point. Like it was decent yesterday. So I'm like, fuck. So I'm like Googling. It's like a three mile walk back to my apartment. Because I'm like, well, I could use exercise. I'm like, no, by the time I get there, it'll be like two hours. And then I'll right. have to go back. So I'm like, I'm just going to, I have my headphones. I had like a full battery on my phone. I'm like, I'll just listen to a podcast and sit and stare them down in here and be pissed off, you know? Mm-hmm. So that's what I did. And I think it worked a little bit because he got me done in like under an hour. And uh, Oh, God. Yeah. When yeah. I went up there to pay. He was like super nice and like, I'm really sorry. You know, everyone but four people tested positive for coronavirus this week. And then I felt terrible. And I'm like, why didn't he lead with this? Like, I was being such a bitch, but like, you didn't tell me that until now, you know? Right. So then I felt like an asshole. But hey, I got out of there by 10 o'clock. So I was happy. (laughs) Well, and you know what? In the the whole coronavirus news, like, you don't know how people are going to take it. Like, hey, everybody but four of us here have coronavirus. So we're kind of backed up. And then, you know, you might have the people going, well, what the fuck? Are the rest of you sick? Like, you know, it's kind of like a Pandora's box. Well, I did think that too and kind of move away from the counter. I mean, I was wearing my mask and he was too. But, you know. um, Right. It was just, you know, I wouldn't have been such a bitch, I think, if I was told that at the beginning. But well, it worked because I got in and out. and Right. But no fault on you. Like, it's, no. it was his delivery that, that you know, provoked your response. So, yeah, you know, lesson learned for him. You catch more flies with honey, you know. Yeah. Yeah. That is true. So true. Um, we've got some synchronicity. Synchronicity. Yeah, I've been seeing you going through, you're going through some things right now. Synchronicity. Synchronicity. <laughs> synchronicity. So, um, the 21st, so November 21st, 22nd, that is a uh, Sagittarius season has begun. Ooh. And, um, it also was like, so, I don't know. I posted on Facebook on my personal page, but it was um, it was the real witching hour um, on Saturday, November. Oh, I saw 21st. you tagged me in something. Yeah. Okay. So they're they're just saying that Pleiades, um, the Seven Sisters, that constellation, are at their highest point in the night sky at midnight on the 21st and that is the night that witches set their goals for the whole new year so um what you were supposed to do is make a list of seven 
seven things that you want to attract this year and seven things money, that money, you... Money, 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 money. That's right. Money. Um, but then also seven things that you want to banish. Oh. So... Is it too late it's... to do this? No, you could do it right now. All right. I'm going to do it once we're done. Yeah. Seven things that you want to achieve. And I even had like a, a good start on that... Um, on that post that I tagged you in, because there were already seven good things on there. <laughs> if you, <laughs> if you um, want to follow that, follow my lead on that. Where okay. was it? Yeah, it was seven, seven good things. And uh, you know what? I will tell you what they were really fast. Let me find my little post. Dick. Dick, big dick, dick, big, big, big dick. I posted that the long carrot and the short or the fat carrot, and we were like girth or length. And Eric from Freeport was like, "Well, stuffs, what do you prefer?" And I just said, "No baby carrots." (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, I would say that's a good answer. Yeah, no baby carrots. Um, So, manifesting healthy relationships, financial prosperity. Bigger and better living space. Yes. Creative transformation. Constant divinity. Deeper love connections and smarter business moves. Okay. So I thought those was that was a good start. That's seven good things. Mm-hmm. Um so November 21st, 22nd, we move out of Scorpio season into the bright, expansive season of Sagittarius. Um, Sagittarian energy is commonly defined as being optimistic, abundant, expansive, and adventurous. And while all of that is an, uh, an offer to us under the Sagittarius sun, there's also an opportunity here for us to align our own arrow and fire straight into the heart of our own fears and anxieties, you know, cause Sagittarius is the archer. Uh, we've just come out of a period of many retrogrades and heavy energy that may be making us feel sluggish and uncertain. So there's this feeling that so many things are changing, but perhaps it's not clear what these changes are going to look like or bring or what they're going to bring. So, um, Sagittarius season, we're shown where we need to look and we are pointed directly to the heart and reminded that all we see happening around us, all that we feel has been encouraging us to grow and transform so we can ultimately be reborn stronger and wiser than before. Hmm. So this Sagittarius season, think about how you can keep your arrow pointed in the direction of your heart. Allow yourself to be led and guided by love, passion, and joy. If fears and anxieties arise, recognize them as keys that will guide you as to what is holding you back and what you are learning to transcend. That also brings us into Venus is now in Scorpio. So we got Mm. out of Scorpio season, but Venus, which is like the love planet, Yes. is now in Scorpio. So Ooh. it means our relationships are getting hotter and hotter. We'll want to connect with others on an intense level and create bonds that won't ever be broken. This placement is not for the faint of heart. Uh-oh. And we're not just talking about romantic relationships, friendships and family bonds as well. We're ditching on the service connections for emotional, deep and real bonds. Um, But a warning that this planet sign combination can make us obsessive, controlling, and even manipulative if we're not careful. Damn. 
And then the struggle will be most difficult for fire and air signs, which I'm a fire air person. <laughs> I'm an earth. <laughs> I've got earth. two air and uh, a fire in my my rising and my moon and my sun. Um, so while it's important to let your guard down and be open to love, we'll have to take care to not get too wrapped up in a shiny new relationship with the added pressure from the holidays and the pandemic. Many of us are in an extra vulnerable state, enjoy new friends and partners. But if you start to notice some warning signs, like spending all your time thinking about that person or not being able to stop talking about them, focus on bringing balance back into your social life. I mean, that's a little difficult right now, but, um, and then tying (laughs) tying into what you said, there's a silver lining, which is Sagittarius season. So the sun in Sagittarius on the same day as Venus and Scorpio balances the water element by adding fire and optimism to the mix. Okay. Uh, Make sure to mark your calendars for Friday, November 27th with a note reminding you to be flexible. This is when Venus will form an opposition to Uranus (laughs) and will bring surprises in love. These changes may be positive, though not necessarily enjoyable. Oh, man, not getting laid. (laughs) This aspect could bring a separation that has been long overdue, but it could also spark intense passions that could almost feel faded. Oh, so yeah, get ready. I'm going to have to uh, watch for that little white knight on this big old stallion riding up into my driveway. (laughs) Probably be some fucking hillbilly in an old beat up pickup truck. (laughs) (laughs) That can be kind of hot. I don't know. Yeah, you like those construction worker guys. I don't know. Hey, I'm open. I'm open. Send it my way. Yeah, I will. I'll be like, come on, let's get a hot dog and I'll show you. Show you where my friend Steph lives. Oh, about 80 miles south. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So, Steph, I have just, we're encouraging everybody to stay home this Thanksgiving. Mm -hmm. Make your own meals. Stay home. Try to crush this this curve that we got going on. So I ran across our favorite, Samuel L. Jackson, reading, um, you know that book, the kids' book? It was called... um, go the fuck to sleep yes now they have stay the fuck at home (laughs) so let me uh play that for you it's so cute and action stay the fuck at home the rona is spreading this shit is no joke it's no time to work or roam the way you can fight it is simple my friends just stay the fuck at home Now, technically, I'm not a doctor, but motherfuckers listen when I read a poem. So here I am, Sam fucking Jackson, imploring you, keep your ass at home. If you want things to get back to normal, don't panic. Just use your dome. Wash your hands, stop touching your face, and stay the fuck at home. Motherfucker, it's no time to gamble. Look around. You're not at a casino. Just stay the fuck home as if your name was Trenton Quarantino. Sure, you can still see your friends. Use the motherfucking app on your phone. But unless you just ran out of groceries, please stay the fuck at home. Thank you for doing your part to flatten the curve. Because that shit is steep. And now that you're home, please feel free 
to go the fuck to sleep. Then. <laughs> I love that guy. Damn right. <laughs> I don't know. I may not be a doctor. (laughs) All right. Well, that is our show this week. I hope everybody has a wonderful Thanksgiving, hopefully safely, you know, keeping in mind of retaining your good health and staying healthy through the holidays. Yep. And, uh, well, Thanksgiving. Yeah. Happy Turkey Day. And we will (laughs) will. see you next Tuesday. See you next Tuesday. Tuesday.